This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door is supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, 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 do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out of your day. It's Saturday when I drop this. It's Saturday. You about to enjoy some college football all day. The Wahoos have played yet again before Saturday. And you know we're excited to break down this game because we got the victory. Another round of applause. We got a victory, baby. We got a victory, a victory, a victory. That's the remix. But um, before we get started, please make sure you subscribe to the Ballhawk Show podcast, whether you're listening to on the Anchor app, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Make sure you hit a reminder, subscribe, and uh, feedback is always welcome. You can go to my site, AmonHawkins.com, use the contact box, contact us box, and it'll be sent directly to my email. Shout out to my man, Derek, who always sends me a weekly email uh, recapping my recaps. So I think that's pretty dope, man. So don't feel shy to offer your thoughts on the game and your thoughts on how the podcast episode was, man, because I like accountability. I like getting better. Uh, so that's what it is. Salute to the sponsor, Abra Insurance. Go to abrainsurance.net for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance. The great people at Able. Abrainsurance.net, man. Been supporting the Ballhawk Show podcast before I even became a podcast. Even when I was just a walking podcast and not recording, they were supporting your boy because they family. Make sure you go to the player zone, man. Go check out the player zone. They got a three on three league right now that's. Um, on fire Definitely check that out Go to the player zone They got an app You get on Apple iTunes On uh, your Android store So you can um, always be tapped in And what they doing over there So let's go man Let's go How am I going to start this podcast off Huh How are we going to start this podcast off we, Hey you saw my tweet yesterday I said I may go to first 10 minutes of just music. You thought I was playing? You thought I was playing. 
I ain't playing. Let's go. We got to get our minds right. Yeah. When you get back in the winner's circle, anytime I get back, you got to get hype. Get dark. Let's go. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Can't handle me now. We do it all. We chain on the laws. They think about taking me down. We didn't put bulletproof all in the car. Uh huh. Bring any more rounds. I put baguettes on all of my dogs. They fall. They making a sound. I'm on the yacht with a bad thought. We got the streets in the headlock. Turn up. Try to through the backyard. Turn up. Only seen with the choppers and red dots. Turn up. I got my mama a black car. Yeah, I really put on for the head now. Yeah, that yeah, one AC. Yeah, you ain't yeah. with me on rappers and none of your steppers can set with my steppers to chest. And I check as I told my dogs, don't stress. It's chest, not checkers. Seven on seven, and I'm getting better. Seven on seven. It's never no pressure. Every time I hear with one of y'all niggas smoke, it's never no pressure. It's never no pressure. I get special. You know I be hanging with Jews, get money with Russians. I'm making my moves a hood behind me. I never could lose. I'm good. I'm solid, can't play me like one of them dudes. You probably end up on the news. We mobbing and walking. You know we ain't talking them Jews, especially for none of you dudes. We slide. Go me, go. 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 Uh-huh. That's how we doing it. That's how we starting off. What you got to say, Petty Hawk? You got to say anything, Petty Hawk? Huh, Petty Hawk? What you got to say? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. That's what you got to say? Hey, yo. 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 Y'all remember Razor Ramon? All right, so what you hear right there, that's Razor Ramon. I got a, like a 30-second video of just all his hey yo's, and I usually send that to people to to make fun. But we ain't done with the music just yet. We ain't done just yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's go. Stand up. Ha. Scratch again. Ha. Face shots to the face. Don't strip on your legs. Ha. Mouth. You might be dancing right now. You might be doing a little dance. Uh huh. Wow. And she got a feet ah. I'm in the party I'm on my big foot Ready to get it started I'm ready to get it started I'm ready to get it started You know I had to play that We just came from Florida And he's from Florida And and they love that song So hey Why not beatbox With the beatbox <laughs> Alright man Let's go right into it 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 It's your first time listening to the Ballhawk Show podcast And you don't like music that probably pissed you off. But people that know me know I love some music. I come from my 92.7 Kiss FM days. I when I had the DJ music. Had the DJ. See, I said DJ music. Had the DJ and do a sports show all in one. It was something that they had never seen before. You know what I'm saying? It was playing music and then breaking down sports. 
So let's break down the game. And you know how we start. We start with the numbers. We got to start with the statistics of the game. Uh, UVA won by a score of 32-28. Yeah, we got to start off with that number because that's the most important number. When we go into the full team stats, first downs, UVA had 23. Miami had 18. Net rushing yards, UVA had 181 yards rushing, 181 yards rushing, and the quarterback didn't lead us in rushing. Maybe a former quarterback was a part of it, but the quarterback didn't lead us in rushing. Miami had 169 yards running. They had 40 rushing attempts. We had 35 rushing attempts. We averaged 5.2 yards per rush. They averaged 4.2 yards a rush. Net passing yards, we had 268. They had 203. We averaged 10 yards per completion. They averaged 13 yards per completion. Total offense, 449 yards of total offense for the Wahoos. 372 yards of total offense for Miami. We ran 79 total plays. They ran 69 total plays. Now, remember, Miami ran 69 total plays, but I'm going to point out how many plays they ran of that in the second half, preferably in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they ran a lot of plays overall, but a lot of that happened like middle to third, full fourth quarter. They they turned up the tempo, and that, and that definitely made a difference. Um, punts, yeah, they punt the ball, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know last, in my drip voice, shout out to Country Wayne. Yeah, I know in the fourth quarter last week, Wake Forest had them pity punts. That's what I call it. I pity the fool punts. They felt bad for us. And they punt the ball just for punting the ball. But we actually forced legit punts this game. We forced eight punts. Now, they forced seven. Both teams supposed to have trash cans use defenses. But everybody knew our defense was trash can juice. At least our fan base, at least the world knew because we was, you know, on on front and center. But we won't get any punts. You know, they was getting some punts. But we forced eight punts. So, come on, fans. Come on. we Defensive segment is up first this episode. We're going to really get into it. It may irritate some folks how 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 I deliver today, but we got to get some things out here in the open because you you want it one way, but you can't have it one way. Let's keep going with the stats, ball hawk. Keep going, keep going. All right, time of possession, we won that. Thirty four minutes twenty four seconds. They had the ball twenty five minutes thirty six seconds. We had the ball twelve minutes and forty five seconds in the first quarter, and generated nine points. They had the ball eight minutes and 10 seconds in the second quarter to our 650, and both teams scored seven points. In the third quarter, we had the ball nine minutes. They had it five minutes. They scored 14 points. We scored 11 points that quarter. And then the fourth quarter, they scored seven. We scored three. The time of possession was nine minutes for them and five minutes for us. So you remember the last episode I said, yeah, it's great to win time of possessions, but it can't be open-ended minutes. Like, you got to score points while also holding the ball 
You know, it just can't be you holding the ball and then coming up short because then the offense, the opposing offense may score quick. The object is to get seven points. <laughs> if you're getting seven points and seven points and seven points, people don't care how long you got the ball, really. Think about it. If you always, like, if you scoring, like, 85% of the time, ain't nobody going to look at your time possession. They not. <laughs> Until you lose, they're going to look at it. Like, if you lost, and they see that you lost a time possession, they're going to be like, oh, you got to hold the ball longer. That's just what we do. That's Monday, that's Monday morning quarterback. We look for a reason why you lost. And we try to put it in analytics a lot of times. Individual stats. Wayne Tyler Popper, welcome back. The Samoan slasher, hard knock. Um, 11 carries for 62 yards, averaged 5.6 yards in attempt, had a 27-yard long run. Keaton Thompson had three carries for 47 yards. He averaged 15 yards a carry. He had a 34-yard long run. Mike Hollins, 10 carries, 38 yards, 25-yard long, 3.8 yards per carry. Brendan Armstrong really just had four carries because he got sacked three times. They gave him seven total carries. Three of that came from sacks. So he really ran the ball four times, and all four were improvisation runs off a scramble. Maybe one was a design run. Um, But he had 19 net yards, averaging two yards of rush. He had a long of 14. I think that was the design run um, in the first quarter. Billy Kemp had one run for nine yards. Jacob Rodriguez, one run, had that quarterback sneak that went for five yards. And Devin Darrington had one carry for two yards. So if you look at the running backs, the running backs had 21, 22 carries. The running backs, guys who are listed as running backs, had 22 carries. Guys that are are listed as quarterbacks had seven because Keaton and Jacob are listed as football players. They had four. Okay. So, you got your wish this game, ladies and gentlemen. You got your wish. Less quarterbacks running the football. More guys like the running backs. Again, Keaton and Jacob are football players. We don't look at Keaton as a quarterback no more. Jacob this year is just a football player. Like, if 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 Alvarez getting the ball, that's a quarterback. He's the quarterback. He's the backup quarterback. So if he's getting the ball, I'm counting that as a quarterback run. So this game, our running backs got at least ten carries. Both our running backs, the the top two guys, that's outstanding. Let's go, Bob. We early, Bob. Let's go. That's twenty one carries for running backs. Let's go, Bob. That's like when Jordan Ellis ran all over them when they came into Charlottesville. For 90 yards. Let's go, Bob. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Cameron Harris for them had 111 yards. 57 of that came on one carry. Um, and we're going to break down that 57-yard touchdown and why that took place. Um, let's speed this up. Brennan Armstrong, 268 yards, passing one touchdown. He got sacked three times. He threw the ball 44 times. Um, he was 20 or 30 at halftime. So he only threw the ball 14 times in the second half. So we cut that back. Tyler Van Dyke, 15 to 29, 203 yards, one touchdown. We sacked him four times. Um, he was he was solid. He was solid. I'm glad that they threw the ball 29 times. Cause I really thought, I really thought that they would just try to pound the rock. 
they came out trying to do a play action with him, put him, you know, it was incomplete. Um, yeah. They made some adjustments in the second half that made the game easier for him, and I'll talk about that in the defensive segment. Uh, receiving Billy Kemp, nine catches, 81 yards, 26 yards after the catch. Mike Hollins, five catches, 18 yards. Keaton, four catches, 55 yards. Dontavian Sports Center Wicks, two catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Also should have got a targeting call, but they missed it. Uh, Jacob Rodriguez, two catches, 24 yards. Wayne Tyler Papa, two catches, six yards. Rashawn Henry, one catch, nine yards. Now, if you're paying attention, Mike's been getting a lot of catches out the backfield. He had five this game. I want to say he had three or four last game. Mike is is a, is a guy that's very dynamic, and I like the yin and the yang that he has with Tyler Papa. Tyler Papa is a running back that's going to press the line of scrimmage, hard nose. Like, we missed him last week versus Wake Forest. If Tyler Papa's in the game, we score in the red zone both times. I, that's just what I believe. Now, people may serve me shut the hell up juice just because they feel like I'm forming a scenario that slants to what, you know, what I, what I think yeah, that might be true. But if Wayne's in the game versus Wake Forest, we score. I just feel like he has a nose for the end zone. Like some guys like Keith Payne had a nose for the end zone here at UVA. When it came to short yardage, they knew how to get first down or touchdown. My dog Tyree Foreman was the same way. When he was here with me, he knew how to get a first down or a touchdown. If it was short yardage and you had to get a touchdown or first down, put Tyree Foreman in the game. Put Keith Payne in the game. Put Wayne Tyler Pop in the game. And, of course, we know, like, Wally Lundy just scored all the touchdowns, so he was just a scoring machine. If you said score, just get him the ball because Wally Lundy was going to score. Um, Defensive stats. Joey Blunt, eight tackles, one pass breakup. Noah Taylor, six tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss. Nick Jackson, six tackles. Mandy Alonzo, Mandy Alonzo from the 305, five tackles, two sacks, three tackles for a loss, and the safety, baby, and the safety. Let's go, Mandy. Cohen King, four tackles. Nick Grant had four tackles and three pass breakups. I'm going to say that again. Nick Grant, four tackles, three pass breakups. He had a huge third and one stop. And we're going to talk about that play. Cypress, four tackles. Elliot Brown, four tackles. Antonio Clary, four tackles. Jameer Carter, two tackles. Fumui, two tackles. Ahern, two tackles and a tackle for a loss. Anthony Gucci. Johnson, two tackles. Hunter Stewart, one tackle, one sack, one tackle, four loss. Malachi had a tackle. Shout out to Malachi. Ben Smiley had a quarterback pressure. I mean, a quarterback hit and one tackle. Ronnie Walker had a tackle. Grant had a tackle. And my man Wes Weeks had a bat down early in the game. All right, we're going to get to the defense right now. In order for me to get to the defense, man, I had to go to my Rocky Bob. Boy, I'm going to get him some – some walk-in music, man, because it was getting disrespected. You know, it was like when it was like when Adrian told Rocky he couldn't win at the steps in Rocky Four. This how the deep. This how it was if you was playing the defense leading up to this game, because people were saying you was trash can juice, bro. That y'all want about a damn thing. And I just thought about the song, man. I thought about the song, defense going into Miami, man. It was no easy way out, no shortcut home, man. 
you know, for all my Rocky fans. This is for y'all. This is how we're going to transition to the defense. I'm going to let them get a couple bars off. I'm going pull to the, pull up the film right quick, and we're going to ride out. Let's go. I'm getting the film, so y'all enjoy the, y'all enjoy the music. You know, it's like the elevator. Don't worry, I'm almost there. I'm gonna let it get to the course first before I before I cut it off. Get your balls off, Robert. Get your balls off, Robert. What what you got to say, Robert? Let's go. Turn your speakers up. There's no shortcut home. There's no easy, no easy. Yeah, no, 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 We ain't doing no second verses, boy. If I do a second verse, I'm going to lose you. I'm going to lose you. If I let this second verse get off, I'm going to lose you. And I can't do it. I need you with me. I need you with me. Salute to the defense. Played a hell of a game. A lot of people going to look into the last couple drives, and we're going we're gonna to tap into that, baby. I'm telling you, this might be an all-defensive recap. We, man, I ain't talking about the damn offense. I'm lying. We're going to talk about the offense. But it's a lot of narratives being spread out there, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Snap, wherever y'all can type. I be reading. I be lurking. A lot of false narratives are being pushed out there, and I'm here for you to clear it up. That's all. I ain't trying to change your mind. You got people out here saying, change my mind. No, can't do that. Fixed mindset. You can't change a fixed mindset. If somebody asks you to change their mind, they ain't trying to change. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> That's the oldest trick in the damn book. Change my mind. How? How am I going to do that? So, let's go. Defensively, right? What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the defense, but I'm going to pick different plays of the game, and I'm going to take, we got time, I'm going to do the last two drives, and I'm going to point out how many guys we sent on a pass rush. Because a lot of people think Nick Howell just started sending three. I didn't like, oh, we got scared, and we only started sending three again. Here we go. Well, I'm here to tell you, boy, some chess was being played out there. And we're gonna go. We're gonna get it to us. So let me go ahead and get. I'm gonna get background music. We're gonna keep that Rocky theme. We're gonna get this. Make sure this ain't too loud. This one Rocky was training for I, Ivan Drago, but I'm gonna have this as my background music while we break down the defense, man. Because this is set the tone right here. I'm just hold on. Let's listen to this. Listen to that right there. Listen to that. Ooh, set the table, ball hawk. Here we go. So defensively, man, we came out aggressive. We came out pissed off. The first play of the game, they tried to run a little zone, zone read play action. And we get right up the field, smiley, get right up in the quarterback's face. We got Elliott chasing him. And Noah Taylor breaks up their first pass. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go through their first series. I'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna do that. So that series we sent three, we sent really four. They came out running the football. No, they tried to throw again. And we only sent three that time. 
Quick little hitch. We tackle him. Their first third down in the game. We come out of now one five five in our speed group. I love the speed group right here. And my man Weeks, get there. Get there. Get there, brother. Coming through the A-gap. We send. How many we send? Do anybody drop? Let me see. We sent four. We sent four. See? Now, this is a lot of times people don't realize, man. Sometimes it's not the pressure. It's the disguise. It looks like we're about to send six. But two guys drop back. Cause So we only sent four. And we overloaded that one side. And then Manny goes from nose guard all the way out to the left tackle. He slants all the way left. And Weeks is coming downhill, baby. Ooh, he coming downhill. Center didn't have a chance. And the fact that Nick Nick Jackson's over the uh, offensive guard, he didn't know what to do either. So right there we sent four. We really sent three because Mandy is a decoy. Mandy hit the center, their right guard, and their right tackle all in the chest. He went down the line. He's just trying to occupy the time. So we just ran a little game. And we got home. So that was the first series. But what I want to do is let's go to the, the safety that, that we got was just Mandy one-on-one. He just got inside. Hell of a move. Hell of a move by Mandy. Redman at the nose. But it's Mandy. Mandy split two guys. He beat the hell out this day on this, this guard. Oh, my God. His, his swimming, oh, my God. His ripping, oh, look at that footwork. Look at that strength. Get skinny, Mandy. Get skinny. So we're going to, let me go to the sacks. Let me go to the sacks. East, east sack, I want to see how many guys we sent. I just want to show folks. All right, the music is, 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 is uh, okay, I got to cut the music up because it's distracting me. It's distracting me. Sorry, Rocky. All right, our first sack. It was third and 10. Let's see how many we sent. We're in our speed group again. We sent five this time, and we run a hell of five game. Oh, my God. So a game is where you twist, right? You start in one gap, and you loop around, and you exchange gaps with your partner. Where Hunter was in the boundary B gap, and he loops all the way. All the way to the front side B gap. Usually you go from a B to an A. But he went from B, skip A, skip another A, and went to another B. And good job, Nick Jackson, with the subtle pull of the center. Because they've, they've been calling that now when defenders pull a lineman so you can run the game. So Nick Jackson created this sack for his teammate, and Stewart finished it off. So we sent five right here out of our speed group. One down lineman. We got five linebackers at the line of scrimmage. Weeks drops back. Everybody else rush, and we run a game where Mandy loops in, then Nick Jackson looped in, and Hunter loops all the way back opposite. And that generates a sack for us. So that's one of the sacks. Let me go through the sacks right quick, and then I'll give you a breakdown. So the next sack, we send... Okay, we send the five. Run another game where we got Mandy all the way. So Mandy's at the end. We got Nick and Nick Jackson inside of Mandy. 
and we're in the boundary. Hold on, let me make sure that's the boundary. Crap. Yeah. So we we bring the pressure from the boundary. I'm messing up the day going. Uh, okay, there we go. So we're sending it from the boundary. Mandy's at end. You got Nick stepping up. And he engages the offensive tackle. Mandy loops under. You got Elliott coming on the outside, so the back has to take him. The guard, since Nick went towards the tackle, their offensive guard checked Carter on the nose first. As soon as he checked the nose, that's when Mandy timed it up and shot the outside shoulder of that guard that's checking for Carter. And when he sees Mandy, They've already collapsed the pocket where the quarterback feels the pressure and tries to go front side. Carter does a good job of sliding into the vision of the quarterback that stops him in his tracks, and Mandy gets the sack. So the very next play, we get another sack. We sent five on that one. Now on this sack, we send three guys. It's a three-man rush. It's a three-man rush. It's first and ten. And Mandy gets a sack. It's a great Push off the ball. Ben Smiley get a, a he he gets a great jump on his side of the ball. This I mean, Mandy's playing fast right now. Great hand placement, great push, extends his arm, gets the tackle on his heels. He's underneath him. Low man wins. Good coverage by the secondary. The backers are 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 getting depth. So there's nowhere to go. And it's great individual effort by Mandy Alonzo. It's a three-man rush. The same three-man rush that was pissing people off last week. But the difference is, it's a younger quarterback. But Mandy got to push. Sometimes the individual effort makes a difference. Not the scheme. Because it was just, it was another three-man rush. And then... We got another sack. All right. The next, the next sack that we got, how many people did we send? Four. Oh my God. And when I tell you, Ben Smiley, I don't know if this is a blown protection by Miami, but he, he dips and explodes through the A gap. He, oh yeah, he makes so he makes the H back take him. Then Noah destroys the running back. Nick Jackson pressed late, so some people may think it's a five man rush, but Nick is look like he's wanting to, he's clamping the back, so he's stepping up because it's a play action. He's stepping up, and this is like a three four responsibilities because this is allowing Nick to step up versus shuffle and wait. So he's stepping up. You got Noah destroying the back. Ben Smiley disrupts everything in a heartbeat. Jameer Carter's doing a great job of collapsing the pocket. You got Noose over there just maintaining outside on free so the quarterback can't get out there. Quarterback tries to step up. Noah says, come here, boy. And he does the old man. So that was our last sack. So let's go to... Do they end up scoring on this? 
I don't think they do. Oh, you know what I wanted to go to? Let's go back to the uh, to the big run because everybody was asking about the big run, the run play that they scored off of. So on the run play they scored off of, if I could get it, God dig it. I thought I had it. I mean, I could describe it without seeing it, but I would rather have it up for you guys. God dig it, Ahmad. What in the Sam hell are you doing, son? Get it together. All right, so on that run, they went. So they were going tempo. So they started, they made an adjustment in the second half, right? If they wanted to dictate coverage and get us to go to like a base defense, and my this is just my opinion. In my opinion, I felt like they started going trips to the field, trips to the boundary. And with trips to the boundary, it's really hard to be aggressive because you have a receiver solo to the field. So a lot of times we would go to some type of vanilla type zone and we we couldn't afford to really bring more than four. We could bring three, possibly four, but if you bring five, then somebody's going to be left out to dry. Like somebody's going to be singled out. And with trips to the boundary, it's easy to decipher who's the mismatch. So they went trips to the boundary. They had went tempo. They had got some successful plays. And, uh, man, I'm trying to look for it right now. I got the touchdown pass up. Hold on. I know what I could do that's, that's quicker. Bear with me, people. Bear with me. I know what I could do. That's quicker. Did they score in a? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I got it. I got it. Okay, 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 okay. I got it. So they scored in a touch. There we go. Now I got it. Now I got it. Here we go. So on that series, man, they went on a streak with it. They were successful moving the football, getting our defense to react, speeding up the tempo, and then they went trips to the boundary. So they actually had four straight completions, and they went tempo. And we're sending four guys. Matter of fact, we can just go through this. We'll go. We'll we'll go through this. We'll start first and ten. They backed up. We send five. They pick it up. They tr- they take a shot at Anthony Johnson. Incomplete. Next play. They balanced. We send four. Good completion in the middle of the field. He gets down. Next play. We send four. They pick it up. He sees the hot. He throws it to the slot man. They got trips to the field. Joey Blunt makes the tackle. First down. Next play, they got two receivers to the field, an ace back to the field, one back, one receiver to the boundary. We send three this time. They run all hammer routes, five-yard route, complete. Now same formation, but they flipped it to the field. They just flip it. Two receivers to the field, one to the boundary, an ace back and a running back. So basically what Wake Forest was running, 
We sent four guys. They run smash concept. He, Nick, I, I would like for Nick Grant to stay square longer because he has Clary as the help guy. I, like, I would like for our DBs to understand where their help is at and then take away the route in which they are solo. I feel like if Nick stays square in this pedal, no way they run this corner route. There's no way. Because he has Joey buzzing short, so he can't get beat with a glance route. Then you got Clary taking all, because we leaving Anthony Johnson on the island, and he, doing, he, he, he wins his matchup. Anthony Johnson wins his matchup. Clary's dropping to the deep post. You got Joey buzzing, cover one, which he plays best. So if I'm Nick, there's no reason why I'm opening up to the post with my butt to the sideline. If I'm Nick Grant, I'm keeping my pedal square and I'm anticipating the corner route because I have help to the inside. So this is a, a minus. I mean, he rallies and he tackles him, but this should not be completed. So that play shouldn't have, that shouldn't have been a completion. And then they tempo, they put us trips to the boundary. So Joey Blunt's in it. So we got four on three. We're trying to trap the guys in the boundary. And then we have two receivers on in the field. Now Nick's kind of down low. So you can see that Nick is the force guy. Nick Grant's down low. Cypress is playing what we call blitz technique. He's heavy inside leverage on the outside receiver. He's taking away all inside routes. That's a clear indication that Nick is not down there to help him at all. Nick is there for the support. This is where the red flag is at. Nick is clearly there for the run. For force, meaning he's going to be outside in. He's not going to be down that low and you're going to have blitz technique as a corner and he's in that going, going inside the box. That's a clear indication. Anything on the outside, he has it in my opinion, because just seeing how he's his first gather steps, he's attacking to the end lineman. He's keeping his inside foot up. He's shuffling up, letting me know that he has force. For some reason, Noah takes off like a bat out of hell and goes the same place Nick is going. If he slows himself down and takes the B gap, this back, great cutback by this back, by the way. Great cutback because their guard got off and attached to Nick, and Nick has to maintain the cutback. So Nick has it engaged. Nick fights with his hands, and the back takes advantage of my opinion. I think Noah over. I think Noah over pursues. A lot of people was cussing Nick Grant out. It wasn't Nick, and even if it was Nick, it don't make no sense to be Nick in my opinion. It's easy for Nick just to take the outside because he's out there already. And Noah to take the inside because he's in the inside already. He's there. He's not even touched. He took himself out to play. Noah's the free guy. If Noah, if if Noah knows, and I don't know if Nick didn't say I'm here, but if Noah knows that Nick is out there, Noah was actually to me, he would shoot the A gap and destroy this play. This play is destroyed. Manny does a great job of grabbing the tackle and falling down. So he has two linemen falling on. Two when I told you guys last week, if you can't make a play and you're a lineman, fall down and make a pile. Mandy Alonzo falls down and makes a pile on this run play. 
I felt like Noah could have shot the A-gap and would have blew this mug up and said, oh, man. To me, this is Noah. This is not Nick. People were killing Nick Grant for this. And saying he, he didn't, they saying he didn't hustle. Nick wasn't catching that dude at all. Just running back shot out like a cannon. You had people killing Nick Grant for this play. It was, this wasn't fair. Guys, you were wrong. It's not fair. It's not Nick. Salute to Miami for going up tempo and, and, and gaining a, a little bit of advantage. But Mandy took the advantage away by causing a pile. Because if Mandy doesn't get cause a pile, just say Mandy didn't cause a pile. That guard would have got up to Noah. He would have got up to Noah. And it would have been the same result because Nick would have stayed outside like he was supposed to. But Mandy grabbed the guy who was responsible for getting Noah and made the guy that was blocking him and the guy that was supposed to tandem block to go get Noah fall down with him. So that was, I know that was one place somebody uh, tweeted me about to talk about. Um, the four, So the play when number seven, I know me and my dog Chris Wright talked about this. When number seven was wide open, um, we were in, they knew we was in short zone again, and they ran, they ran two corner routes. They ran a corner route in the boundary. So they had three receivers. They ran a corner route with the boundary corner, but they sent the back to the flat. And, and I know how to play up, but I remember it. And number seven ran a, a post route from the slot to the field. And then the X receiver to the field ran a corner route as well. So they ran two. Basically, we used to call it at Boston. Boston, and then you had a whole route or just a, a skinny, a skinny post. What happened was we got some pressure. Um, they completed a boundary corner in the second quarter, I believe, between Johnson and and Nick Grant. And so when they saw that route combo again, Johnson actually dropped better, and Nick stopped his feet to make sure they wasn't going to complete it. And granted, the quarterback did lock on to that receiver. The quarterback was ready to throw it to that receiver, got pressured. When he got pressured, he was about to tuck it, and he happened to glance in the middle of the field, and he saw number seven was wide open. Now, I felt like Cohen King could have possibly took that post because Cypress had control of the corner route, and he was already deep. It would have been too long of a throw. Um, I felt like he could have, you know, you know, went with him, been a football player, not a robot in a sense, and then Nick could have been a football player, not a robot and identifying that he still has to gain depth and identify that his brother really has control of the corner route and make them throw the check down. Um, so that's what happened on that long pass at number seven. They ran a cover two beater, but we actually got pressure, and the pressure allowed him to see that seven was open. Seven was open regardless, but he wasn't looking at number seven. And I don't know if Nick read the eyes of the quarterback so much that he went to the corner because the the quarterback was ready to throw that corner route to the boundary. He was going to throw that corner route, but he got pressured. And then he dropped his eyes and looked to the middle like he wanted to tuck it. Then he happened to glance up. So he was predetermined to throw that. So that's what happened on that play. But Nick, 
has to give more ground from the boundary. And I felt like Cohen could have squeezed a little bit. But then again, they hit that call too. Um, now I'm going to I'm going to try to go through these last two drives and just all I'm going to do is start in the fourth quarter for our defense, right? Because a lot of folks said we stopped rushing in the fourth quarter. I'm gonna go through each play and just and just name how many guys we sent. Okay, this is play one in the fourth quarter for them. This is one of our sacks. We sent five. I already described this. The next play. We sent four. The next play. This is this is Nick Nick's is this Nick Grant stop? That's a run play. I'm just gonna look at all pass plays. This is Nick's Grant. Nick Grant had a stop, man. That was so phenomenal. That 31 stop. Oh my goodness. All right, we sent so they went trips to the boundary right here. We sent four. And that's when Joey Blunt picks up the go route and they get an offensive pass interference. And this showed why we could only send four because they really got a guy that's wide open on the dig route. And he missed him. And I see why. Because that dude, the, the receiver that Harvey they're going to is like a run like a bat out of hell. But Joey does a great job of closing his hip. Great coverage by Joey Blunt. The next fourth quarter drive, we send. It's a run play. Let's see how many we send. We sent four. Nick Jackson triggers. Oh, here's the play right here. Here's the play right here that I was talking about. We sent four on that. He wants the corner route, but he he feels Nick pushing the guard into him, and he lets it fly. The next play, they got trips to the boundary. We send three for coverage because it's tripped to the boundary, and it works out because he has no way to throw the ball, and we almost get a pick. Next play. Is it a pass? Yep, it's a pass. We send send four. Well, it should have been five, but one of our D linemen don't really come up the field. But we trigger Stewart. He gets pressure. And this one, Joey hit the uh, the H back real low. The next play, we send five, and he gets out. Now here is the quarterback scramble that everybody's talking about, saying hey, everybody's so slow. So for ladies and gentlemen, when a quarterback scrambled and scored, we sent pressure. We sent five, and we ran a game. Elliott loops inside of Nick Jackson which causes the quarterback to pull it down. Also, Noah causes him to pull it down from from because Noah's the wide side in, and he gets a good jump. But he sees Elliott coming in his face. The issue was Stewart got Velcroed. He can't get Velcroed. Noah does a great job of butting and extending his arms while Stewart butts and gets Velcro, meaning he allows the lineman to clamp onto his shoulders versus steering. One of your arms have to be longer than the next so you can steer the lineman and maintain your outside leverage. Because if he makes the quarterback cut it up, Nick Jackson is destroying him. So this is just poor pass rush assignment, uh, you know, pass rush lane. Stewart just got too, got too tight. 
Well, we sent five. So the next possession, they get the ball. We start out, we send three. Incompletion. And they call Simpers with a damn pass interference, which it was. He can't panic right here. You can't panic, son. You can't panic. I don't know. This is questionable. This is questionable. This is questionable. That's a questionable call. I take that back, Cypress. I take that back. The next one, we send five. We send five, but they're moving the pocket, play action. It's like a three-yard game. The next pass play, they run trips to the boundary. They run the ball. I just wanted to bump that we only sent three in the second half and we didn't make no adjustments. Because I told you, I, I counted out that we got three sacks in the second half from running games. All right, next pass play they ran, we sent four. We didn't run a game this time because we, we, we got our flank, so we made sure Elliott stayed outside. Bend but don't break. We kept everything in front of us. Come up and tackle. Next pass play. All right, we sent three this time. Cover, 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 cover. And completion. Trips to the boundary. We sent three. This was a big lead throw. They ran a backside dig, so they ran a dagger concept like Wake Forest did. Anthony Johnson squeezes. Third and 14. Now, now I will say this. I will say this, Ant. And Nick, know where the sticks are at. Like, if I'm Nick Grant, know where the sticks are at. Don't pedal so fast out. For for Anthony, I wouldn't even come up and collision this guy as much. If I'm a collision, I'm going to sink even more. It's third and 14. This is where identifying where the sticks are at and playing the sticks come into play as a DB. So if I'm the safety, I'm getting out in a sense, but I'm slowing it down. And if I'm Anthony Johnson, I'm coming up now. I'm coming up collisioning the receiver, but I'm sinking with him. I'm going to sink with him into the sticks, keeping my eyes on number two. Now, number two stops, but the very inside receiver is going deep. So I'm going to keep sinking because if he's sinking and he's going across the field, then that's an indication that somebody on this side between these next two guys are going to follow into the area which he's vacating. And if the number two receiver is running just a three-yard stop, then I know that the guy that I'm sinking with will probably enter that. To me, that's being a football player, not a robot. And that's, to me, that's me you know, playing many years at DB, so that's not really fair just to say, hey, you got to know that. But that will help him in the future of knowing, like, yo, play the sticks. But that was a big lead throw by the quarterback. That was the first down. We only sent three. They run the football. They run the football. They run the football. That's when Nick made the boy fumble, but he fumbled out of bounds. We triggered Nick. They catch us. They run the football. I'm just trying to make look at all the pass plays they ran in the fourth quarter. When folks say, oh, this one, Elliott missed the tackle and they got down. So, but so I just went through and look, man, I apologize if this is a little long winded, but I'm trying to give you as much information to debunk some things. Like if you mad at the coaches, be mad at the coaches with like legit gripes and not fabricated gripes. 
Like if you say, oh, we got pressure in the first half and then Nick Howell got vanilla and he only sent three. No, that's a lie. We sent four and five. We still ran games. When they went tempo, yes, we couldn't run. no. Like when you go, when the offense goes tempo, you're not going to run games too much. That's what tempo does. Tempo forces you to play straight up. So if Miami got positive plays, they went tempo. They couldn't go tempo because our our defense was causing disruption. But it was spots in which they were able to run tempo, and that's how they generated a long run. We discussed that. Um, on the corner route versus Cohen King for a touchdown, he has to know that he has safety help. There's no way that route should have been completed on him. It was the same with Nick Grant when the corner route was complete. Like, DBs, understand where your help is. Just understand it. Use your help. Trust that your brother's going to be there and help guy. Alert him. I'm here. Inside, inside, inside. Check, check, check. I'm here. I'm here. That's why I would, in arena, all we played was man-to-man or some type of help, help zones, and everybody knows that's a passing game. But I would let my corners know, yo, yo, check, check. I got you. I got you. Stay down there. I got this. Hey, I see you backside. Forcing to me. It's no different than the outdoor game. You playing cover two. I only got one threat. Check that. I'm here. Heavy, heavy. The safety of teller corner, heavy, heavy. That's your only threat. Really collision him. I'm going to check this three-receiver side. Collision him. So give me time to check this three-receiver side, and then I can come back to you. Heavy, heavy. Keep him occupied for me. It's communication. But defensively, play good. Defensively. You cause punts. Defensively, you got sacks. Defensively, you generated a safety. That's a turnover. Crawl before you walk. You went from trash can juice to trash can to man on man. We could get it done, fam. I just needed something to, to rhyme. We thought we played well. Do we got some things to iron out? Absolutely. In the secondary, man, you guys got to understand where each other at. I think. Joey Blunt played, played an awesome game. Nick Grant, you played a great game, bro. They asked you to do a lot with the absence of Devontae Cross. You played an absolute great game. I know I talked about the uh, the corner route. You gave up some things. Nobody's perfect. But when you look at in this totality, you came up, you was hitting folks, you got stops for us. Like, you played a good game. People are so used to you playing like trash can juice that they magnify your mistake, and this not just you. I ain't speaking just to Nick. I'm talking about to a, like a unit, the defensive unit. They're so used to defensive unit being trash can that they don't even see that. Like I tell the, my students in the school and, and their parents, I look for the small victories. Like if you think little Nuck Nuck is a headache and he cussing and fussing and cussing and fussing and he known to cuss and fuss, but after he cussing and fuss, he say, I'm sorry. Don't pay attention that he was cussing and fussing. Realize that he said he was sorry. He never said he's sorry. He apologized. Small victory. You're making a breakthrough. We go from no punts to eight punts. We go from people running for 200, 300 yards and less than 200 yards. We go from giving up 30, 40, 50 points to giving up less than 30. Small victories. Did we need some help? Absolutely. We absolutely needed a missed field goal, a doink. But never apologize for winning. Never apologize for winning. 
People still want to rag on the defense. Yeah, the defense has a – they had a lot to iron out. But it, it, they, they one of the pants legs not wrinkled no more. Both of the pants legs was wrinkled. Why are you still talking about, damn, you wrinkled – now one of my pants legs is iron now. Easy. Pay attention to the one leg. We're going to pay attention to what we still got to do, but we got to applaud what we did. Come on, people. That Miami team, fast as hell. A lot of speed. And we took time where we was playing man versus them. Defense did good. Round of applause. All right, man, we're going to transition to the offense. Offense is not going to take me that long. It's not going to take me that long at all because Brendan Armstrong told y'all how they played. Say they play like crap. Think of that. By their standards, <laughs> by, by their standards, they play like crap. So you got a guy like, well, he said he played like crap. But by the offensive standards, as far as being explosive, it was crap. Not saying they played bad, but by the, so if we look at the standards in which the two groups have played in the past two games. I didn't understand how folks were still going at the defense. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't because we knew coming. Hey, dog, we're going to score. I know Jelani, Mighty Joe Young wasn't playing. You had to know they was going to double team Wicks. Keaton is a, a, that's a full-fledged. Keaton is a special player, bro. Keaton is a player that if you are a young man, you got to watch him. Just be prepared to do any and everything. Rodriguez the same way. Be prepared to do any and everything. Yo, that. Yo, coaches, salute to y'all for coming up with that damn position, football player. Salute to y'all for thinking outside the box. Salute to y'all of identifying that, yes, somebody may have been a quarterback in high school and they want to be a quarterback in college, but I identified that, yo, you can run around. And let's work on you catching the football as well because there is no use of you holding a clipboard because you want to specialize in the position. Too many times we see young athletes just specialize in one position in, in football. Oh, I want to play. No, you play football. That's why I always have – I got that same mindset with quarterbacks, right? A quarterback is a football player to me. So when people say, oh, I want my quarterback running, I'm like, why? That's a football player. He, he plays football. Oh, he's going to get hurt. You playing football. Oh, when I'm taking hits. He playing football. And if you got that mindset and you instill that mindset into that football player, it's mind over matter. So when people say – Things like that's why I never understood why people like look at quarterbacks like they fragile beings. They're football players. Keaton is so if Keith look, Keaton is a quarterback playing receiver right now, getting hit. Come in, line up, and running back, get hit. Are we saying, oh my god, we gotta pretend Keon, he's gonna get Keaton's gonna get hit? No, he ain't got quarterback attached to him no more, so now you don't care, right. That's always been my stance with the quarterback position. We just, because of the name, now they fragile beings. No. Anyway, back to what I was saying before I started ranting. Offensively, we ran the football very well. We got a push. We got a nice dynamic duo. Yes, I said dynamic, damn it. Dynamic duo and the Samoan Slasher and Mizzy Mike Hollins. I like that dynamic duo. I like that they, they that we're using their talents 
effectively. Wayne, give him the ball quick. I love when we do our full house with Wayne. When it's that little spin handoff to him, because he could get downhill and he presses the line of scrimmage and he runs hard. That long run he had, he pressed the line of scrimmage, was patient. We basically did what Wake Forest did to us. We didn't, we weren't super like walking with the ball, but we gave the ball to Wayne and he pressed behind Oliver Timmy and he kept going forward. And our line got low and nasty, got a push, got a push, backs, find the crease, and he found the crease. I know I usually go first 10 plays, but I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to be too long winded. I don't want, should I go first 10 plays for the offense? I'm debating. It's over an hour right now. And folks say they don't care about it being too long, but I don't like to get too long winded. But I do. I'll still do it. Let's, 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 let's keep it. Let's keep it going. We'll go with the first 10 plays. First 10 plays for the offense. Three receivers set. Win 11 personnel. One tackle. I mean, one tight end, one running back. We tried. We just a looky route with Keaton. First play of the game. Billy runs a hammer route, five yard hitch. It's low. It's incomplete. Bad throw. Second play, we get a ball to Wayne. Establish the line of scrimmage. Good run for five yards. The inside zone. Very good run. We use Billy's motion to get the eyes of the backer to step out. That's all the delay we needed. Because the guy that we needed to delay is the unblocked guy, unblocked guy that tries to tackle Wayne, but he runs through him. Then third down. This is the second game in a row, I think. O has had a legal procedure as the center. He's for some reason he flinches. So that's two straight games. So now it's third and ten. Great route. And great throw by by BA. This should have been picked. But he, damn, he put some mustard behind this. I think Keaton drifts a little too bit to the inside. I think if Keaton can feel that the safety comes underneath him to dash out to Billy, he should stay tight to the the hash. He kind of drifts. And maybe he's thinking that the, that the other DB that's outside of him may be compressing him. And Miami only sent, oh, look at that. Miami only sent three people. We're not the only team. I know that was petty. Play five, the fifth play of this drive. Short motion by Billy. We come to Keaton, a little over route. Nice play. Very nice play. Middle of the field. When you got you got Wicks on the outside, they're not gonna be able to play two safety high. Because he gonna they're gonna be double teaming them. Uh, we try to run the ball. They were they were blitzing. They blitzed Bolden. Damn. And one of their linebackers get up under one of our linemen. I ain't gonna say who it is. Good God. I know 2J got into you for that. Gracious. Number seven, the seventh play. Oh, you gotta hit this. You gotta hit this throw. And BA say he play like crap, so I'm not kicking him while he down we run a little wheel action so we've been throwing a little swing pass to billy we ran finally ran our counter out of it where it's a fake and a bit and two guys go with wicks oh ba gotta hit this oh he kicking himself he gotta hit that then it's third and ten the eighth play that we ran total 
Cover sack. Cover sack. And how many did they send? They sent five. And yeah, they ran they basically ran the same game we run. They sent five guys. It's a cover sack because he has time. It's a cover sack. So the ninth play we ran of the game. We come back to Billy. Billy's a cheat code. Tenth play we ran of the game. Well, I guess I could go to 11 because Olu. But here's the big run by by Wayne, 27-yard. This is the same thing Wake Forest running. The same thing. Lock down, block down. Stay attached, stay attached. Push up the field. Press the line of scrimmage if you're the back. Wayne presses the A-gap. That linebacker does a good job of getting inside of Gla- trying to push Glazer back, but Glazer finds his footing and sits down. Olu destroys 17 for them, little boy. Oh, yeah, that's a great run by Wayne. Great patience, man. Great patience by Wayne. Just pressing the line of scrimmage, keeping his feet live, shoulder square, offensive line, getting super nasty right here. Yes, sir. That's a run right there, baby. And make him pay, Wayne. I love how Wayne makes you pay when you really try to go super low like Roger Craig. He don't need you in the face like Roger Craig did, but he gets his damn flipper all the way in that boy's face. Yeah, make him pay, Wayne. Love that right there. Nasty. We're going to keep going until they score. Then we run again. We run in motion. That's when the targeting should have, well, that's a great catch. That was a tough play. We play action. We got a dash play for Brendan. I think Brendan should have ran this. I mean, it was a. I mean, Billy's open. Don't get me wrong. It was a bad throw. Yeah, it was just a bad throw. Never mind trying to say he should have ran it. It was just a bad throw. I'll take that chunk play, uh, B.A. And then we ran the ball to finish. Um, But, yeah, offensively, man, I thought, I thought our offensive line did a good job with, with run blocking. Um, everybody's been advocating for us to run the ball more with our backs. We did that. Offensive line, you, you guys did a good job, man. Did a good job, man. Um, I was I was definitely in- encouraged by what I saw. Um, sorry, I was I was looking at a question that I got late. I'm just trying to I'm I'm reviewing the Wicks targeting that they miss. And for the folks that think that the young man hit Wick's helmet, he hit a shoulder pad. It, and and I think who hits his helmet is the corner that's diving with him. The corner's helmet. Oh, no, no, no nobody hits his helmet. He hit a shoulder pad. Um. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. So here's here's what I saw from the offense. Um, play calling for the most part was good. I think we run the ball so well, everybody would like to see us continue to run the football. I felt like B.A.'s play is, is the root of why the offense stalled, and he said it. So, again, it's not me going at B.A. saying he was like he's not, he wasn't trash or anything. He just struggled his game, and he said it. He locked on to receivers a little too quick for my liking. A lot of the times, a lot of times he wasn't identifying 
the real matchup. Like anytime we sent Billy Kemp in motion, I feel like he should be the person you look to first, especially if you know. Here's two things. I, here's two suggestions. Billy Kemp is a cheat code. If you got him in a slot or he's in any type of motion, he's the live dog first. Like see who just see who reacts to him. See who steps out to him. They have Bolden their safety, who I think is a good safety. As far as like supporting a run and playing over the top. There's a couple of times we had Billy so soloed with him. Like the Wicks play in which we thought he got targeted. If BA looks at Billy, that's an explosive play that probably would have went big because he was one on one on Bolden and he beat beat him. Like Gave him a two-piece, no biscuit, no honey, no jelly, nothing for him. And I felt like if he would have looked at Billy, he would have avoided that hit because he was actually slid to his left. Uh, the fact that he kind of slid into the pressure is because he was looking at Wicks and he went, he got, you know, he was stepping that way. Um, Billy Kemp is going to be a, a hell of a NFL slot receiver if he gets a legit chance. I really enjoy watching how he works the slots, his change of speed, the uh, balance he plays with, his sudden quickness, his IQ, anticipating hits. Um, he, he's, he reminds me of Terrence Wilkins. Terrence Wilkins was the same way, especially when he's catching punts. He definitely reminds because Terrence Wilkins used to scare the hell out of us when he was catching punts. Like, yo, T. Wilk, they about to hit you in your mouth. What are you doing? That's Billy Kent. Like, fair catch, bruh. <laughs> you scaring us back there. Uh, Wicks, they double-team him. They bracket him. When we moved him into the slot, that's when he got his, quote, two catches. The first one, the 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 sports center one, B.A. shouldn't have thrown that at all. At all. So glad that, that D.B. hands ain't strong and Wicks hustled to smack it out of his hands. But that throw shouldn't have never happened. As much as we celebrating how great of a catch that is, it shouldn't have never been thrown at all. The second catch he had in the slot was a dime. B.A. threw an absolute masterful dime. The The pass that Keaton dropped was an absolute masterful dime. That was a dime throw. And even Keaton was like, yo, how did I drop that? Because he made tougher catches in the game. But we scored on that drive. The game is done. We're not even talking about how many we rush. Like, that lets you know, man, it's ebbs and flows of the game that causes us to magnify certain things that shouldn't be magnified, right? Like, we magnifying, like, what the defense should have did and what the adjustments we felt like the coaches didn't do and blah, 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 blah. But if one aspect of the game lives up to the billing, we don't, and this is sports, because we would have won convincingly. And all everybody would have talked about is, man, we were sending pressure. But the fact that the game was close and they started moving the ball, everybody felt like we won't send the pressure. And we were sending the same pressure. We were. I'm just I'm telling you guys, I watched them. We were sending the same pressure. Now, we couldn't run the same games because they changed up and started running NASCAR, some tempo. Because they started having, finally, some successful plays. That's football. So, if we're going to use our fixed mindset, we're not going to see it. We're going to say, change my mind. 
Now, if you got the growth mindset, you'll say, hmm, yeah, there was some small victories in there. Yeah, nah, they played good. They definitely played good. Because you're going off of what you've seen the previous two weeks. That's why I'm saying they played good based off what I've seen the first. And not, not just because we won. Even if we would have lost by the – like, even if field goal would have went in, I would have still said, bruh, we can't use this game and kick the defense down. Absolutely cannot. You absolutely cannot. You would be the most bitter person if you just still look at the defense and say, yo, the defense got to step it up. No, it's a total team. If it's a total team game, then we're going to hold the other side of the of the coin accountable. Like, we're going to hold them accountable. And when their leader said, I play like crap, he's, he's letting you know, like, yo, we didn't, we, we, hello, we didn't play good. Hello, our defense gave me a stop and I throw a pick because I locked on to somebody. I play like, hello, I play like crap. Stop looking at them. Brendan Armstrong's telling y'all that as a leader, as a captain. Hello, look at me. It won't them. They gave me eight extra, they gave me nine extra possessions. They got me a safety. So they got me points with the ball and they forced eight punts. They got me nine extra possessions. Hello? In the fourth quarter. I only think we we only, we only, I, oh yeah, that's how to go back to the fourth quarter. We only had like 35 yards offense. We had two possessions just like Miami did in the fourth quarter. I think we only generated 35 yards of offense in the fourth quarter. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? In the third quarter, we ran 20 offensive plays, had 169 yards. They ran 18 offensive plays, had 113 yards. That's when we turned the ball over with the interception. They had 64 yards rushing, 49 yards passing. We had 75 yards rushing, 94 yards passing. Their touchdown came off of the pick that they got in the red zone and then the big play, the big run play, which we went over. So that's what their points came off of. We got the field goal and then the Wicks touchdown pass that should have been intercepted and then the two-point conversion. So the fourth quarter, they ran 23 plays in the fourth quarter. 23. Let me see what the highs was each, each quarter. So they ran 21 in the second quarter. We ran 18. We ran 29. So we got the high of the game. We ran 29 total plays that first quarter, 29, and had 151 yards. Then the second quarter, we had we ran 18 plays. We went from 29 to 18 to 20. Then the fourth quarter, we ran 12, and they had 23. We gained a total of 35 yards. They gained 165 yards in the fourth. Cameron Harris had 41 yards rushing. They had 91 yards passing, six of eight. One was that long pass to number seven. That was for 45 yards. But yeah, man, it's just it's just one of the things that 
we got to put the nail in the coffin. We put the nail in the coffin and we score in that series. It's a total, it's, their approach is totally different. Think about that. They coming out trying to throw the ball. They got some success, you know, with runs and we still miss some tackles. You know, still miss some tackles. We, we got to clean that up. But my main point was just because somebody been trash or trash can juice, we just can't say they only were successful because of this or they only did this because of this. Like, just say, hey, yeah, they they played good. They did. We sent four guys, five guys. The, the games, is, I told you guys, versus North Carolina, I had never seen us, how we were running stunts and twists, and guys were running into each other. So we were still trying to run the same stuff, but the, but they were just running into each other. But, like, look, man, I'm rambling right now. Look, my main thing is this, man. I just want to put, like, provide context and debunk, like, Hurtful narratives, in my opinion. You got folks saying, oh, you need to fire this coach. You need to do that. You need to do this. And I'm sitting there like, bro, are you really, are you speaking with emotion or are you really tapped in and reviewing things accurately and really thinking this through? That's, that's just my main thing. It's easy to kick. It's easy to to have a reaction. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just still. Re- it's still more questions. Like I'm reading through that people sent. I'm trying to get them all at once. This podcast is going a little long, but I feel like this stuff got to be said because it was very disheartening on social media to see just some of the things that that people say is just very uneducated. And everybody, yes, you have your opinion. You got the right to say what you want, but if it's if it's if it's dumb, it's dumb, right? And a lot of times I stay out of it and I just don't respond. But sometimes I just want to look at y'all like some of y'all dumb as hell, respectfully. Like your football break, your football acumen is just it just sucks. Like you don't know what you're talking about. And I don't I don't know why you even feel comfortable even hitting sin a lot of the times. A lot of times some of y'all hit sin after some of the stuff you say. You gotta be just part-time comedian or part-time magician because it ain't real that can't be real that you really think that it it can't be you got to just be pissed off that day and just want to unleash your piss offness at the at just whoever the easiest target is right now you got people that was just going in on that grant i'm just like what the hell was y'all looking what are you looking at what are you looking at yeah you look at a mistake like you got 70 plays in the game. If you point out three games, three three mistakes out of 70 plays, that's still a great percentage. Still a great percentage as a football player. And, and then, then the mistakes that you point out won't even his fault. The stuff that I pointed out about him, they even, it wasn't even touchdowns. The stuff you pointed out is every touchdown that took place, people thought it was Cousin Nick Grant. Oh, the run play. Damn, Nick Grant. And he was loafing. Oh, that corner route. That wasn't even Nick. That was Cohen King that scored. Somebody thought that the touchdown pass was Nick Grant. Oh, he can't cover. I'm like, dude, that wasn't even Nick Grant. It was still his fault. What? That don't even make sense. Then somebody tried to blame Joey Blunt. Said he was loafing. 
when the quarterback scored, oh, he could have hit him. What? He, Joy was done. Like, what are we talking about? Let's talk about, hey, the, the dude playing the end is his fault, respectfully. He has to maintain outside. I don't care what happens. That Like, you can't take what Joy did versus Carolina and use that against him every time he have a mistake now. That's what y'all do. You can't use the Carolina Wake Forest game as a caveat to say, well, they was all right, but let's not forget what they – no, we do forget. As football players, you move on. That's what we're doing with the defense, right? Defense had a hell of a day. Had a hell of a day. They did. That improvement, oh, my gosh. Thought they gave up 1,000 damn yards in two games. Sam hundred and one. How many game? How many yards they give with this game, huh? Because I'm about to end this. This is this is. I'm surprised I'm still talking. This is too long. I gotta get this off my chest though, because you you're, you're pissing me off. 372 yards this game. We was giving up that in rushing yards versus UNC. Huh? Hello? Is this thing on? 300. We gave a 372 total yards this game. North Carolina had that rushing. And we talking about the defense? What? What? Huh? Really? Really? That's what we doing. You know what I want to say to y'all right now? We talking about the defense? Yo. Hey, yo. We talking about the defense? Come on, man. That's all I got for y'all, man. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. Pay attention to the small victories in your life. Don't get too consumed. Nah, I'm going to just leave that alone. Defensively, man, y'all boys keep improving. Coaches keep improving on the schemes. Take what you have for the 3-4. Take what you have in the 3-3-5. Take the successful Stunts, games that you have in both, know when to utilize them. Monday morning quarterback is easy, easy for me to say what you should do after watching film countless hours and drawing up a play to stop a play that I just saw ran. It's easy for me to do that. So that's why I make sure everything's in contact. That's why I make sure I put out a disclaimer that I can't do what they do. All I can do is paint a picture for you as fans and help you better understand what went down and what happened. I can't be an offensive coordinator like coaching now. So – when I provide my analysis on Coach and I, I ain't saying I'm better than him. So sometimes you got to sit back and just sit, shut the hell up, Juice, and just appreciate that you enjoyed the game versus thinking you got all the answers, Sway. You ain't got the answers, Sway. And we out. We've been on the mic too long. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.